0: Hey everyone, welcome to the 22nd episode of the BCS Pride Pod. The BCS Pride Pod is hosted by two high school students, myself, Aiden Blumstein and Nolan Robertson. We're bringing weekly episodes with guests who talk about their sports, activities, experiences, or whatever they want for 30 minutes. Again, I am your host, Aiden Blumstein. And I am your host, Nolan Robertson. And this is the 22nd episode of the BCS Pride Pod. The person that we have on the podcast this week is someone that I've known for a very long time. She's definitely a veteran at Bradshaw and has been very influential at Bradshaw and very influential as an educator for the entire school. She's loved by all and always brings a smile to your face when you see her. And of course, I think people can guess that that is Mrs. Kenny. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot one thing. You're also you're also the principal of the middle school. I mean, I mean, that's kind of. That's kind of a big deal, but but yeah, she's also the principal of the middle school.
1: It's great to have you on the show, Mrs. Kenny.
2: Thank you. It's so great to be here.
1: So before we get started, like talking about the middle school, coming back to uh, campus this week, uh, could you talk a little bit about your history at Bradshaw?
2: Yeah. So I've been at Bradshaw. This is my 18th year here. Um, I was hired and I taught fifth grade for 10 years, and then I decided that it was always sad every year when I saw my kids move up to sixth grade to middle school. So I wanted to follow them. Finally, the year came and I went up to sixth grade and taught science and math. Um, loved both grades, loved fifth grade, loved the sixth graders also. And then three years ago, moved up part-time to administration, still continue to teach science. And then two years full-time as principal in middle school now.
1: That's Awesome. Yeah,
0: that, that is really cool. And um I have a funny yeah. story. So I know that you remember this in six months. Oh, I know grade, what story but,
2: you're going to tell.
0: Oh, I think you know what story is gonna tell <laughs> what I'm gonna tell. Um it was our study skills class. Yes. And class was definitely pre-COVID because there were 40 students packed into your science classroom. And this this class had a really, really hard time of keeping it together and not talking. <laughs> and not being disruptive while you were giving the lecture. You implemented the green square <laughs> policy. And I used that Yes, I before. did. <laughs> but every time we would walk into the class, you would hand us a green square.
2: And yes, I'm gonna let you take I that did.
0: from there, Mrs. Kenny, And maybe I can comment a little bit while you're uh, talking about that.
2: Yes, so yes, every day I, I invented this program to try to keep everybody on task. So. When you entered in, you got the green square, and it had to go up in the upper right-hand corner. And if you talked or if I told you more than one time to pay attention, I'd go and I'd take your square back. (laughs) And at the end of the class period, and you could earn it back. I'd give it back if you earned it back. But at the end of the class period, those that still had their square, I checked their name off, and they got to work toward having like a treat or something the ones that didn't have their didn't get to give me their square back though after so many of them there were consequences to that also because they didn't have their square left so the idea was i would walk around the classroom with the green squares in a basket and you could earn it back or get it taken away throughout the whole class period
0: <laughs> now this is completely true and i don't know if you Completely understood the economy that you created through the policy of the green square. Those green squares had a lot of value to them to the point where you would get your green square taken. And then yeah. 30 seconds later, uh oh, I just took my partner's green square. So now I have my green square because there were 40 people in the class and you'd be taking green squares left and right just because of how bad it was. So you couldn't remember or we didn't expect you to remember who you took the green square from. But all I know is at the end of the day, I am leaving with the green square. And that, that's how it's yes,
2: going gonna... to And that's probably so true. But it did work for a bit. Somebody got a green square, whereas the other one did not have one to turn in.
0: Yes. And it it did work. And there was some times where you couldn't put your green square on your desk because you weren't sitting in the desk. You were sitting on the floor because there were 40 people in the study There were so many kids in
2: the classroom. (laughs) That was a great year. That That was actually a great class. I enjoyed that class a lot. Yeah. And
1: now you guys
2: are all, now you guys are all seniors.
1: I know. Yeah. That's crazy. So on Wednesday, the middle school students came back for their first day back in school. Uh, yes. some, it's been around eight eight months or something, some crazy number like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, simple question, but how'd it go? Do
2: you know what? It went super, super well. It was so exciting to see all the faces of the kids as they were getting out of their cars and wondering where to go. And um, it was just great. Yeah. Um, it has been like a good seven and a half months since they were at a desk or in a classroom. So they had to kind of get used to that. They don't have snaps in front of their computer screen all day long like they did on distance learning. So at lunchtime, I felt like they were all very, very much starving and ready to eat. Um, but yeah, it was great. It's great seeing them all together and being back here. Um, I feel like it's developmentally the place that they need to be. And, um, you know, it's going to take all the precautions to keep everyone safe.
1: I know like one thing that just like stood out to me there was, you know, you would never think that food would be like a factor in yes. that. But <laughs> like now that I'm like thinking about, it, I'm like, wow, I'm going to be hungry too. Like coming back next week.
2: <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Waiting, not having it right at your access 24 hours a day. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know for, yeah. for me, I fully participate in a second breakfast.
2: Yes, After right. After the
0: seven twenty class, I have a break, and I most oh. definitely yeah. have a second breakfast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think only as this is
0: an adjustment for the students coming back to school, I would assume that mm-hmm. it's an adjustment for teachers as well.
2: Absolutely, it is. Could you kind it's of talk a, a little a bit adjustment. about that? Yeah, it's a big adjustment for teachers to be back. Um, a little bit um, difficult trying to figure out how to give. Our distance learners, just a good, rich education at the same time, they're teaching live classes. So that's been challenging, trying to make sure that um, our IT equipment is supporting all of it um, so that kids are able to log in and they can participate in the live classrooms that they're being taught. But um, yeah, it's it's tough. It's hard. Um, Some of our teachers, you know, don't, aren't, real knowledgeable as much as they would like to be on the computer system. So it's just a whole new way of them learning new things and being part of it. But I have to say our teachers' hearts and everything, I mean, they're 110% into this. And um, they're trying and working really, really hard to make it successful, whether or not the kids are on campus or whether they're at home. So we're just going to keep finding good ways and new ways. Um, Mrs. Widener is just And Mr. Pereiro are excellent in helping us with the tech part of everything. And we're just going to keep going until we can just keep improving it.
0: Yeah, and I think that there we've talked about this multiple times on the podcast, but there is a level of care that teachers have for students at Bradshaw that's second to none.
2: Absolutely. I mean, that's what's kept me here. Um, I love our school and I love what it has stood for. Um, for myself, when I was getting out of the credential program and I was one of these late college moms that took the 30-year plan to get done with their education because she had children to raise, um, I was deciding. I always considered myself being in um, a higher school district and a place that I could help students um, that maybe perhaps needed my help more. And then when I came over and I started subbing at Bradshaw and I realized that um, I felt like God was calling me here because it may not be the academic part as much as that's needed, but I can sure bring them Christ and um, being able to talk about God in the classrooms and having kids accept Christ um, had turned into my number one place. And this is where I wanted to be in order to do that. So I saw that my need switched from one avenue of where I thought God was leading me to the place where I felt like God made my home.
1: I know uh, sizing of classes have been like a pretty big issue. And Aiden and I know uh, Mr. Page, like he had a class like in the NPR or something like that. Um, So like uh, what are some challenges that you're facing with the new class size uh, changes?
2: Yeah. So obviously that's why we um, are on the high school campus right now is because elementary needed to spread out to the six feet between each desk. And so, As they expanded, they kind of booted us out. So we joined over here and um, um, obtained six portables also. So all of our desks are six feet apart. Um, Teachers had to give up a lot of their own personal things, things that they like to have in their classroom in order to make space for all of these desks and in order to keep the kids safe and make sure that they are six feet apart. Mr. Page, everyone that knows Mr. Page, His heart is in teaching his students math. And um, we had a lot of algebra kids this year that that were at the level of taking algebra. Mr. Page didn't want to turn any of them away. And so he's doing a very large class of algebra in the NPR room. So he has 42 algebra kids, I believe, and um, doing it kind of like a college class. And I think it's going really well. Um, They're spaced out at the tables there and, um, yeah, I think that it's it's a good, it's a good place. And um, I know Mr. Page is um, working hard on the technical part of it, but I know his heart is in to teaching each and every one of them. So it's been great.
0: That's funny. I don't know about if you just experienced that, Nolan, but she was saying Mr. Page. And I couldn't tell you the last time that I've heard Coach Page been referred to Mr. Page oh, because yes. now Nolan and I know yes. him as Coach Page. He's been Coach Page for us for four years. And Mr. Page, when we were in middle school. So that name is completely foreign to me, Mrs. Kenny. I have no idea who you're talking about.
2: That's true. That's true. Coach Page, Mr. Page.
0: Yes, he does wear two hats. As you just alluded to, the middle school is now on the high school campus. And so... I'm wondering, what was the reaction from students yesterday and today from being on a whole new campus? Now, I know it's different for a sixth grader moving from the elementary to the middle school, and that's a whole different environment. But for those students that were already transitioning through the middle school, they had a geographical change that they weren't expecting or have not experienced before. So could you kind of talk a little about about the reaction that they had? Yeah, I think
2: that um, I think that especially yesterday, they were so excited just to be back on campus. Um, I don't know that it actually really hit them of uh, the things that would be different or, or what would be entailed with it. Um, my sixth graders who have been back on campus for three weeks now felt like when the seventh and eighth graders came yesterday, that there wasn't enough room, that there were too many kids here. They have had domain over the high school and the middle school campus for three weeks all by themselves. So they felt like, Yesterday there were too many kids here on campus. So, but I think that we have a good system of spreading them out. Our sixth graders have a place where after lunch, they can go toss a football or play with a soccer ball. And our seventh and eighth graders have a different um, grass area that they can go and use and play at. And um, there's plenty of space for all of them. Um, I don't know. I think that just the idea of what just getting hit high school too, there's no lockers. So A lot of times, sixth graders can't wait to get in seventh grade because they get a locker now. And so some of those kinds of things, um, PE is not the same. Obviously, no one's stressing out. So that's a little bit different. Um, I think that right now, the kids are just so excited to be here. Of course, they're anxious to see if any sports open up or our middle school activities that we normally have that are such a big hit for for middle school that um, I think everyone's just kind of waiting to see if anything opens up after Christmas time. Yeah. And I am too. I'm waiting.
0: Yes. Nolan and I are um, patiently waiting as well, or anxiously waiting, not patiently. We're ready to get our football season started. Yes. Yes. But now it's funny because the sixth graders are, like you said, they were um, a little, what was the word that you used? You said, They didn't like the other grades. They thought it was too cramped. And now let's see on Monday when 350 high schoolers will be put into the mix. (laughs) I want to see what the reaction from the sixth graders are then.
2: Yes. I'm hoping that, um, I mean, obviously they'll see them. They'll be getting out of cars together, but I'm hoping with the way that we've designed the division of our campus, that um, nobody will feel like there's too many kids here. I think that the division will be helpful. We've added additional lunch times. High school has two different lunch times. We have a lunch time that's just middle school. So um, I think in places like that, they're not, eventually, I don't even think they're going to pay that much attention to it. Um, We've put lots and lots of hours into deciding how we are going to accommodate both middle school and high school. And um, I feel like we've done a good job preparing and we'll make adjustments when we need to along the way.
0: Mrs. Kenny, you anticipate um, yeah. our questions.
2: <laughs> Am I beating you?
0: <laughs> you beat us to the punch. Go ahead, Nolan. Let's see. ask her the question. Well, oh, I mean, we'll you kind of already answered this.
1: You kind of already answered this with the uh, uh, whole lunch times. <laughs> um, but are there any other, like, ways uh, the high school and middle school are, like, working together to little the interaction between the, the two or... Is it kind of just mainly the, the, the lunches?
2: Yeah, so um, we have eighth graders that take classes over at the high school. And um, as we know, if you've been on the high school campus, that one of the criterias in our reopening is that students walk in the same direction. Um, so tomorrow I'm going to go out to our middle schoolers, our eighth graders that are over there and give them a little bit better direction on what that means. Because right now, they're going up the stairs, down the stairs, all the way around and trying to get to a classroom that's like right next to an open door. So we'll talk about that. That's one place I want to get them a little bit more familiar with because high schoolers will be in the hallways with them. So I'd like them to have a very short and narrow way to get to their classroom and feel good about getting into their classroom. Um um, I think tomorrow morning we'll do that. Mr. Hague is going to come over and help me. We're going to give them a little bit of a lesson of what what's until there. And I think that they'll feel um, a little bit better before the high schoolers are with them. Um, sometimes, I don't even know how to get around that high school building. I went up the stairs and down the stairs. I had two students with me. And we came out one door. And we should have went out another door. So I need to get a lesson also.
0: I just, I, I cannot wait. I wish I could see you talking to those students about the the directions because i saw you yesterday with a bullhorn at lunch yelling at students to spread out
2: Ah, uh, not keep, yelling
0: keep their social sister- well it sounded like yelling through the uh bullhorn it did you maybe you were talking softly but it was definitely um loud out there with the with the bullhorn so i i hope that you bring that bullhorn inside <laughs> So you can really give them a stern talking to to make sure that they're going their same direction and they don't cross paths into the other direction, other yeah, oncoming lane.
2: Yes, it's the oncoming lane. That's right. I think that they're also going to be very curious about, um, you know, because they were seventh graders last year, so they haven't been over here to this campus too much. Um, I think you'd be curious just to see what do high schoolers really look like when they come to school and they're walking up and down the halls. You know, now they're eighth graders. So now they, you know, they're thinking that they're, they're going to be just like them. So that's going to be interesting, too. But I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to be back here. I know that it's going to work out great. Um, we'll fix anything that comes up along the way. Um, I feel like we have our side of the campus. High school has theirs. Um, we'll intermingle. Um, and I'm looking for just great um, interactions when our, when our paths do cross. Um, I feel like high school students can offer our middle school so much if in leadership and just not being afraid of high school students and seeing what there is you know that is offered out there to them. And I know that there could be a lot of mentors to them when they're past due cross,. I look forward to that part of it.
0: Now, I want to ask you an impromptu question. I hope that you're up for it, but oh no. I know there's a significant policy difference between the high school and the middle school when it comes to phones. High schoolers (laughs) are allowed to have their phones during the day and can go about campus with their phones. It's not a big deal as long as it's not on in class. Teachers don't care. But in the middle school, you're much, much stricter on the phone policy. So when there's high schoolers and middle schoolers interacting in the high school building, are middle schoolers allowed to have their phones or do they still have to keep them in their backpacks completely shut off?
2: Yes, yeah, so yes, I am really strict on cell phones. Um, our middle schoolers need to keep them in their backpacks and turned off. Um, there isn't any reason for them to have a cell phone. In middle school, you're either picked up by your parent or you're in daycare after school. We do allow them to text or call their parents after school by getting permission from one of the teachers that are outside on, on pickup duty. But um, for right now, our rule is no cell phones. Um, they just need to get used to, um, you know, just more responsibility, just like at home when you're little and you earn, you know, you grow in an age and you get more responsibility and with that responsibility come, you know, more require, you know, more, um, just requirements of what is expected you at home. So I feel like, middle school students just have a place where they need to grow a little bit more there. Um, But yeah, it, it, that's always a hard thing. Um, But no, I'm going to stick to it. Middle school kids need to keep their cell phones in their backpack and with permission, they can use them after school um, to text or to locate their parent if they need to. They can do the same thing in daycare. They can pull their phone out with permission and text or call their parent if they're wondering um, why they're late or if they're picking them up at a certain time. But no, this mean principal is saying no
0: cell phones. The mean principal is sticking to her principle. I'm
2: sticking to it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So another area that I bet you had to work and your team had to work very hard on was figuring out a way and a place for your students to use the restroom. I know those <laughs> the, it, it's a crazy question and it's a completely logistical question, but those portables to my understanding do not have bathrooms. And so the nearest bathrooms that I know of are in the administration building, in the high school building, the NPR and the gym. Where are your middle schoolers going to use the restroom, Mrs. Kenny?
2: So, yeah, that has been an issue all summer that we've been discussing and talking about. So what we have right now for them, and it seems to be working out okay, is that we have actually opened up the three restrooms that are in the office area. So we have six feet, a uh, little circles down on the floor so they can wait in line and there's three restrooms here in the office and they can line up use the restroom during lunchtime we also have the high school double doors open and one of my teachers that has the duty area in that particular area will watch that we're opening up that restroom at lunchtime so they can use it in the high school building since our lunch is by itself And then also, if they're at the other end of the field, we have the NPR room and also the gym that they can use the restroom in. Uh,
1: So as our our listeners know, uh, we like to end the podcast with a piece of advice. Um, So what's some advice you'd like to give the current middle schoolers and the high schoolers coming back on Monday?
2: Gosh, um, I think that my advice for all of our students on campus is that Our school has worked really, really hard. Our health and safety committee, um, just keeping in touch with the county every day for rulings that get changed every day. I think my piece of advice is that it is a blessing to be back and that we need to follow the safety procedures that are there um, just in order to keep everyone safe and well so that we can remain at school. Um, I I know for myself, I don't want to go back On distance learning full-time and um, I just love being here I love seeing the kids and I think we just need to remember what a blessing it is instead of saying oh this darn mask or I don't want to wear my mask just feel fortunate that we are back at school because our neighbors are not so I think my piece of advice is to just take the safety factors in engulf them and know that we were blessed to be able to be back here
0: such great wisdom, and we really appreciate you telling us that, and I think that just goes hand in hand with high school and middle school coming back, so thank you.
2: Um, Nolan and Aiden, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today. I do listen to your podcasts, and um, I think it's an awesome thing that, that you guys have put together, so... Thank you for asking me. I feel like I'm famous
0: now. Well, we really appreciate you taking us up on our offer. I know you're so busy with getting the middle school all taken care of and back on campus, but we really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come and talk with us.
2: Thank you. Listeners,
0: don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BCS PridePod. Again, that's at BCS PridePod. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions on who we should bring on, send us an email at pridepodbc at gmail.com. Again, that's pridepodbc at gmail.com. And make sure you also check out our website. That's pridepod.buzzsprout.com. Again, pridepod.buzzsprout.com.
1: Stay tuned for next week's episode. That will be uploaded Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website.